Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing, where we discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Today, we're going to have a conversation about how we're standing in our own way and how we might be able to shift it going into 2022. Thanks so much for tuning in. So the nice thing about this episode is I'm recording it on Tuesday, it'll drop on Wednesday, and by Saturday we'll be in a new year. And so this quest of starting a podcast in 2021 not only came to fruition, but we're 54 episodes in, which is incredibly cool. And this will be the last time you hear this specific intro, because starting next week I hope to do some updates and some tweaks and some shifts. Thank you if you've you know stuck along for 50-some episodes, that is incredible incredible, incredible perseverance, and thank you for that. If you've dropped in recently, I appreciate it. Any time you're willing to spend here is not only appreciated, but it comes with the recognition that you could be doing anything else with your time, and you're choosing to tune in here, and I'm humbled and thankful. And I have this dream of assembling a legion of health warriors, and one of the ways we can do that is by consuming content that kind of sets us on a straight path, keeps us accountable, holds our feet to the fire. And that's what I want today's episode to be about. I want it to be about radical ownership of how we might be standing in our own way. And I've shared all throughout this podcast that 2021, not only was it a dumpster fire, but it was the most liberating space I've ever occupied in my 34 years because some things stopped being true about my life, things that were holding me back and imprisoning me for a very long time. And the only way I was able to walk into a new space was to dismiss mantle some of the limitations that I had put on my own life. And so I'm going to share with you, I don't think I've shared this anecdote yet. It was in March of 2021 when I knew that I was going through just kind of the bowels of hell and I didn't understand how to get out of it. Things were falling apart pretty rapidly and there was a lot of indifference uh, in my inner circle. There was a lot of disregard. There was a lot of kind of emotional neglect going on and I didn't understand how to move through that and, and I was debilitated and I was sitting at my computer on a Saturday morning and I was listening to a lecture and in this lecture it was it's one of my mentors and he had shared some different perspectives that frankly I'd heard for years and years because I've been around him often. And one of the things he talked about again is what's the story that's running for you? And so I sat at my laptop and I said, Steph, what is going on with you that you are imprisoned and you refuse to step out of it? I don't understand because this is miserable and and you're frittering away not only time, but your opportunities, your abilities. You're not stepping into your potential and I couldn't understand what was going on. And so I sat at my computer and I was only there for probably about five minutes and I started to type down a few thoughts and the first thing that I typed down, I said, other people's comfort is more important than my reality. Or it said other people's comfort is more important than my comfort, something to that effect. And as soon as I was able to write that down, as soon as I would, I was able to identify that limiting statement on my life, my life changed. And within a few hours, I made some radical decisions to no longer allow the fear of displeasing others to monopolize my story. And it's something that we often have. We have should statements that run our life. We have supposed tos that run our life. We have what ifs that run our life. We have if onlys that run our life. But life drastically changes when we realize that the most limiting thing is the way we talk to ourselves, the belief statements that we accrue, and the self-imposed prison that we choose to live in. 
And sometimes that can be such an affronting thing to hear, but I've lived both sides of it. I've lived with the radical limitations assuming other people are, quote, doing this, end quote, to me. And it wasn't until I noticed I'm doing this to myself that I was able to make movement. I was able to say that how I think about the world limits what I'm able to do. How I think about myself limits what I'm able to accomplish. The power that I give to others limits anything that I'm going to be able to produce, or really, it'll at least heavily influence it. But these are self-imposed limits. How I think is a me thing. How I engage with others, it's a me thing. The power that I give to others, that's a me thing. And as soon as I start to recognize it, I can start to make some changes. Now, I do want to, again, give the caveat of, and, and I've used this phrasing before. This same mentor had said to me, he said, Steph, people don't fall through the cracks if they don't want to. And I really clung to that. And I really understand that I don't get to step into people's stories and save them. That's not my responsibility. And frankly, I couldn't anyway. But anyone who doesn't want to fall through the cracks, they will find a way, they will hustle, they will make it happen so that they don't fall through the cracks. Now, the caveat there is there are some limitations societally that do hold people back. There are social justice issues that show up that are, in fact, barriers for people. And so I do not want to skirt over that and act as though everyone has fair opportunity because that would not be accurate. That would not be an authentic representation of what's available. But even in stories where we have limitations imposed on us, there are choice points. And that's what I want to focus on today. We have choice points, but we have to look at in our life, the one thing that all of those choice points have in common is us. If I'm struggling with something, it's a me thing. If I want to figure out how to struggle less, that's going to be some me work that has to happen. So let's say I'm going through a space where I'm feeling really angry about something and I can sit there and talk about how everyone else is screwing me over or it's everyone else's fault or someone should do something different. Or I could say, hey, Steph, why are you angry? What is it about this interaction that contributes to your anger? Did you not state your needs the way you should have? Did you feel disrespected or were you spending time with someone who is often disrespectful so maybe you need to divert your energy elsewhere or put some boundaries in place? Do you have unhealed wounds that have been pushed up against here and that's why you're feeling anger? Anger is an access point for me to learn about me. If I'm angry and I start to externalize it and make it everyone else's problem, I've lost valuable information about what's going on with my inner world. What are my should statements? What are my supposed tos? What are my if onlys? What are my limiting beliefs? If I refuse to evaluate that, it's very missed opportunity and I'm going to continue to stay in a self-imposed prison. It's valuable data and once I have access to the data, I have access to choice points. But I have to acknowledge that it's a me thing. When I'm grumpy, when I'm having an off day, do I make it about other people? Do I kind of spew my vitriol on others? Or do I use it as an opportunity to kind of body scan and say, hey, have you been taking care of your health lately? Have you been eating well? Have you been moving your body? Have you been engaging in taking the appropriate vitamins or getting out in the sun? Have you been sleeping well? If you're grumpy, Self-evaluate. What's going on with you? Where's the breakdown happening? Did I not get enough sleep? Am I hungry? 
Am I eating at inconsistent times so my blood sugar is spiking? There's so many pieces that we can be diving into. The minute we make it about someone else and what they've done to us, that's the moment we lose our choice points and that's the moment we lose the opportunity to grow in our personal wellness and in our personal understanding. If I'm feeling particularly emotional, the first thing I'm going to do is check my app on my phone that tracks my cycle and I'm going to check if there's a hormonal influence going on that might contribute to higher emotional volatility. I'm also going to check in again on nutrition, on movement. I'm going to check if I feel disconnected. Have I not connected with someone? Have I not had meaningful interchange? I'm going to look Look at me, my habits, my patterns, and figure out what's contributing to my anger or to my grumpiness or to my emotional volatility or if I'm shutting down or if I'm overreacting. Those are me things, and I can continue to dive into better understanding myself if I use me as the starting point. There are explanations for why we do what we do. There are belief systems that run. There are self-imposed limits that run. There are shoulds and woulds and supposed tos that run. If we can start to track them down, we can start to make movement, which is a really exciting thing. If you plan on 2022 being a year of change for you, it's not that you're going to have to change in and of yourself. You're also going to have to change how you think about things. You're going to have to embrace the responsibility in owning your own change. You're going to have to understand that it begins and ends with you and my change begin and ends with me. And as much as I can go out and get community support and I can go out and get friends and accountability and motivation, I will have to do the work. In 100% of the context, if I expect to be healthy and well, I will have to do the work. And here's the beauty of it, my friends. Life is not this linear growth pattern. It bobs and weaves and ebbs and flows and has ups and downs. Start over as many times as you need. We call it relapsing up. If you start a diet on a Monday and you're off it on a Thursday and you decide, oh, I just can't do diets. Well, you know what? You could start again Friday if you wanted to, or you could start Saturday, or you could start Sunday, or you could be a little cliche and start Monday again, and that's okay too. We never have to start at the starting line again once we've begun the process of change. Each time we have renewed information, we have renewed understanding of our capabilities, we have renewed resolve, keep marching forward. Start again and again as many times as it takes, but you're going to have to think differently about your limits. If you're going into change thinking, well, I usually screw up anyway, or I give up by Thursday anyway, or I'm going to fail anyway, I assure you that's a you problem that you're not going to overcome until you address those particular faulty statements that are running for you. You have to think differently about what you're able to accomplish, and you have to think differently about what you're willing to pay. My life changed when I started to track down the different self-limiting statements that were running for me. My life changed drastically when I stepped into radical ownership of what I was doing to contribute to my own issues. And so I want to encourage you, when you have big emotions, when you have volatility, when you have struggle, when you have self-imposed prisons and you're not understanding it, if you don't know how to dive into that yourself, invite a clinician into your life and walk with them. We are so good at helping people hold up a mirror on their own life and seeing their reflection as a contributing factor to their issues. And also, 
We equip you with the tools to do it differently if you want to do it differently. Friends, it takes a lot of work, but what if 22 was your year of work, your year of celebration that you're capable, you're able, you get to change, and you finally decided to do it? I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I'm going to continue to beat the drum over here about walking towards health and wellness. I think we all have the capability. You just have to want it, and you have to dismantle the things that stop you. That's where we're going to wrap it up for today. I hope 2021 has had I mean, among no doubt some melee, I hope it's had some blessings for you. If it's been a tough year, I hear that as well. I'm optimistic about 2022, and then I realize I've been optimistic about the last three years, and every one of them have had huge, huge surprises in store. Um, But I'm still optimistic, and I'm optimistic because regardless of what happens around me, I have choices about how I engage. I have choices about chasing wellness, and I'm going to commit to that for 2022. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. If this hits well, please feel free to share it. Feel free to like, follow, post a comment, whatever that looks like. It's much appreciated. You're also welcome to connect with me at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Have a good rest of your week.